Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I am a figment of your imagination. And darkness, my old friend. Thank you for joining us this week as we talk about movies, about television shows, about sexual escapades. Yeah, so maybe. I mean, we, we have sometimes. We've gone in that, that general area, in that general mm-hmm. direction. I've uh, in your general direction. We are taking a bit of a different uh, approach this week because we? last week uh, we uh, <laughs> rushed through everything. You because- told me to do it. You said, <laughs> Ryan, let's see how fast we can get through it. And little, I can't, I can't understand sarcasm. Maybe I can. I'm just like, uh, I, challenge accepted. I also struggle with facial cues, human emotions. Uh, basically emotions basic social understanding um people keep telling me i'm on spectrum but i'm like yeah we have spectrum no i have at&t yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course we have spectrum they're the only choice i've got no i've got direct dv used to be time more yeah (laughs) dummies (laughs) 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 oh everyone loves a good cable joke yeah what is even, cable? <laughs> Nobody has cable. It's all Wi-Fi's now. Everyone loves a good internet service provider. A little bit of internet service provider humor. I guess know, all three of like, them in this country. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that those people who enjoy it probably smell like mothballs and have like uh, coffee candies in their purses. They probably remember back when the Bell telephone companies they broke the government broke them up their monopoly the first time. And then AT&T got them all back together. And they're like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. You know who's kind of got that going on? Disney. Damn if Disney doesn't have uh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I seen somebody a couple years ago was like, oh, Disney's only releasing this this year, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, there's like Star Wars <laughs> and there was like Marvel movies. They own National Geographic, apparently, and ESPN. Oh, man. They and- got everything. They really do. I mean, I could probably just live off the the Disney package. Oh, uh, Sports been, Center. Would we've be definitely been sucking Mickey's package for the last several weeks. That's for sure. Ugh, that gives me at least the last three episodes. I'm pretty sure that's bestiality. Disney related, haven't they? Yeah, they yeah. have. But I mean, those are the only things. I mean, is Fast and the Furious is that a Disney product? Uh, it's hard. It's hard to tell because they just bought. Uh, 21st Century Fox, and I don't know if that's it. MGM. Oh, that was Amazon. Yeah, and that's going to be Jeff Bezos's new thing now. So I don't know. Difficult to tell, but yeah, Disney definitely they're in the same same position. Who do you think wins in a fight between the uh, Disney and Amazon? Not in terms of like streaming, but in terms of companies that they own. 
the two companies that we're going to have in the near future <laughs> before um, one of them is going to have to eat the other and then we're going to lose all sorts of competition and anything else in the free market that we have hmm. worked so hard to build up. I mean, Disney's OG, though. You know, they've been in it for a while. Amazon's like new kid on the block in comparison. Right. But I don't know of any Disney employees that have had to pee in like bottles recently. So that's true. My, my, I, I, there's someone I know who I may be not blood related to, and they have urinated in bottles. Right. Just like, just like Ricky's dead from Trailer Park Boys. It's yeah. The, All these piss jugs, the, Ricky. The rules of the road. I <laughs> fucking piss jugs over. I wish I could do his voice better. I didn't do it justice. Um, I did an interview recently, and I remember they they said something like, "What's North Carolina about?" You know, piss I, jugs. Oh, I said like, <laughs> I was like, you know, we're not buck tooth cousin, uh, hillbilly cousin fuckers. Um, and, uh, we have braces. I said something about, uh, the county fair, um, go besides the, uh, county fair goat fuckings, annual goat fuckings. We're pretty normal. Yeah. And then I said something about how we don't think that all, um, Canadians are trailer park boys or letter Kenny. I lied about that because I wanted to really soften them up, you know? Right. Yeah. Thanks. Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, thank totally strong with me. Our co-correspondent. Yes. He's always got to chime in at the best possible moments. Um, but yeah, I I haven't heard back from them, so I don't know if that interview. You don't know went when they're well. going to print that one. I, it should be in June, but I definitely was a little more candid with that, just being funny. Did you get high before, and you were like, "Yeah, no, I was know, at work go. doing it." Oh well, I was at work, and I was work. like, "I can knock this out quick." You know, and then sometimes my little brain runs wherever it wants to. It's very sure about what direction it's going, but I have no idea where it runs. It just keeps going. It's like whenever I go on my tangents, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. We never know what spectrum you're going to fall on. Yeah. Uh, but AT&T can suck it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I got spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Okay. Hey, got a, got a question for you. Legit question. All right. Hit me. If you had to get rid of Looney Tunes or Disney, who would you get rid of? <clears throat> so who's your favorite? I guess really what I'm asking. Just Disney cartoons in general. Mm-hmm. Or are we talking about Pixar? Um, I think Pixar is Disney. Yeah. So it's then one or the lo- other. It's going to be Looney, Looney Tunes. Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> I have no special or emotional attachment to that at all. Outside of. Like I had like fucking Tweety Bird pajamas and like when I was a kid, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so outside of outside of those pajamas, which I definitely do not own any longer. Mm-hmm. You're wearing them here today. Uh, yeah. Sorry. You had to find out and that about shirt. This. Yes, it does. They do. It's not, all over it. They do not fit. <laughs> they do not fit. It's a belly shirt and some booty cons- shorts. <laughs> considerably, considerably taller and hairier than when I was in the fourth grade. Hey, don't even matter. Player hair don't matter. It just looks like an extension of the pant. <laughs> it does look like it's. it's <laughs> it's sylvester down underneath but Tweety bird up <laughs> so uh yeah no I, I think i'd get rid of the looney tunes first what about you i think same i think that warner brothers did not take care of their brand quite like disney did it's disney really unusual for them yeah they just really took it to the next level and like even now i mean i dated a girl some 10 years ago 
and she had a kid and you know her kid was watching like mickey mouse and shit and whenever i leave my house sometimes it's been espn lately because i gotta raise these boys right but i would leave it on what they call baby shows and i would leave um like disney on for my dog and two cats you gotta raise these boys rights yeah that's why i put them on nba followed by pardon the interruption you know all that the jump oh, yeah. the nfl live you have to if your childhood does not consist of memorizing exactly the tone and timber of a Stephen a smith rant then you have not you did not grow up he's too his- much for me sometimes he used to not be that bad I feel like without Skip Bayless there, he has really had to um, overperform. Overperform because Max Kellerman is just not the same foil as him to for him to bounce some of his insane stuff off of. But I think one of my favorite Stephen A. Smith rants was when he was uh, <laughs> Skip Bayless had said something about Aaron Rodgers, and Stephen A. Smith went on like a six minute rant mm. about don't you ever dare disrespect Aaron Rodgers again. He's like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? Yeah. Don't you ever disrespect Aaron Rodgers like that. Dude, I remember that used to be like one of my favorite shows to watch. And then at some point, it I don't know, I'd have to go back and watch some of the first episodes to get a feel for it. Do people do that? <laughs> what? That would be weird to go back and watch a news show from like 13 years ago. Oh, you know, PTI, I absolutely love them that's the duo right there that's mike and tony waiting to get my hair cut for like six years in a row just watching tony kornheiser and michael wilbon just go at it oh dude i love them i love them so they know each other so well great sweaters too yeah always with the sweaters (laughs) i just you know whenever they say name a better duo i always think of them my wife knows who they are. They're just kind of like part of the family, you know. They are, they are a good, good group, I think. I mean, they've been around since I was in high school, yeah, like early high school. So that's been like, as we said, like 14, 15 years. Fucking hell, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty good rate they've been going there. Mm-hmm. I can't name too many other people at ESPN outside of. They got rid of Kenny Main recently, what? and he's talking to. <laughs> he was talking to Aaron Rodgers, and he was like, Aaron. You told me to invest in Bitcoin. I lost everything. And then I've lost my job here. And then his wife, or it's got to be his wife. His wife just wants a quilt. He's like, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. He did it on air. It was hilarious. But he kind of, he uh, got really quiet. He was like, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. But I, I was just blown away. But yeah, uh, they've gotten rid of a lot of people. Some of the new guys are not as bad as they were when they first started. They were very tense and stuff. Uh, it's more inclusive too. ESPN has more inclusion. Stage still still there or stage still. I feel like Fox, Fox sports has went and hired a whole bunch of ex ESPN. Oh, they definitely have they're always. They're always waiting to scoop up. What was that? ESPN employees. Big guy. I can't remember his name. Jason Woodlock. Yeah. They picked him up and, uh, uh, Tra- Clay Travis, he's going to go fill in for Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> which is going to be interesting. I don't really like Clay that much. He's more political. Sports. Skip, uh, Skip Bayless. Shannon Always. Sharp. Yep. It's another big one. Steve Lavin. You remember him? Who fucks that? He was the coach at St. John's for a little while. And then he went to ESPN. He was a bat- college basketball analyst. And you don't mm. follow that as much. But anyways, this has been some interesting 
sports radio talk here. We have. This is like, so my passions are like sports, then music. Then. Almost accurate podcast. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Then MODOK. Then Patton Oswalt in that order. Yeah. Um, Once again, we said this beforehand, and this is just a little teaser before we get into the main topic today. Um, They kind of really fucked Ratatouille up for me because... (laughs) That is one of my, as we know from previous week's uh, episodes, that's one of them, like my top five. Yeah, that was, uh, if I had remembered that movie well enough, it probably would have been in my top five as well. I mean, to hear his voice say shit doesn't even disguise it. Just know. says it. <laughs> I think it's ruined Patton Oswalt for me. Really? In general. Really? Like, it's just so weird to hear his face coming out of Modoc's weird face he's all face really i mean he's just a floating face with With these like tiny limbs just all over the place don't really move they don't and (laughs) it's just so funny looking i don't know he's got such an expressive face but it doesn't seem to match pat noswalt's voice at all yeah well his like eyes don't do anything it's all mouth yeah it's you're right it's It's all all mouth all in the mouth uh it's completely it really it's unsettling but that whole character is just kind of unsettling. I guess we're doing this now. This we'll yeah, let's go ahead and news. just talk about it. We we've got a few news bits we can cover at the end, but yeah. So overall impressions when you sat down and turned this on for the first time. I'm eager to hear what you thought when I first watched it. I was laying in my bed and I was getting close to sleepy time. Right. So the, the prime so, time to start watching something new for some yeah. critical analysis. And, but I was like, okay. Cause I, I didn't like it the first time I seen it. And then for this podcast, I was like, all right, I'll go back and continue to watch it. And I think episode two was really good. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy that one. The time travel one. Yeah. And then episode three. So, what I felt was by the time I got to episode three, I was like, I can only handle this in short spurts because it's literally like smoking crack and running a marathon. It's like ADD. <laughs> I'm like, we're over here. We're over there. We're over here. It's funny. It's it, but it's just so like, are you just a head storm? Yeah, it's, it's so uh, there's going to be, because Seth Green is involved, I think he's an ex- a writer. And oh, it's ex- very robot chicken. Executive producer of this. It's impossible to get away from the robot chicken comparisons. And once I turned this on for the first time and wa- started realizing what this was, I was a little bit upset because I fucking hate robot chicken with a passion. I don't, I hate the animation style. Oh, you definitely get that here. It's creepy. It's just, it weirds me out. And just the robot chicken sense of humor is always just like, oh, here's Emperor Palpatine doing a fart or whatever. And it's just like. A little wet. Yeah. It's just. No pun intended there. Stupid. (laughs) I just, and it's not stupid, funny in a way that is endearing in any sort of way. And I was just like, oh God, I'm going to fucking hate this. There was one joke in this that I thought that I was like. (laughs) We'll let it slide. Yeah. So, yeah, the pilot episode I was pretty leery on, but I sat I sat down last night and watched the first four episodes of this, and I have to say, my you watched the first three, first four. Is it the first? I was on the one that you said that you I watched, watched last. one further than you did. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched two further than you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, 
Well, <laughs> our question at the end is, are you going to f- go back and finish this? And I think that I actually, <laughs> I, I actually might. Um, I didn't mind it. So yeah, I, I didn't, I wasn't really into the pilot episode at all, but I think that there's an, it's got enough going for it that I would go back and probably finish it because my opinion, like you said, by episode two, when they do the time travel thing, uh, I, I quite liked it. it had but, third eye blind in it too. Yeah. Third they play that blind. song a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get so I'm assuming that the uh, licensing issue is uh, cheap enough that they can just do that now. <laughs> it is it is uh, it is Disney. It is Marvel. Fuck! How weird is it that there's a new Marvel original that on Hulu that they've just put out there? I know that they probably wouldn't put this on Disney Plus because of the adult content warning that comes up at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> yeah, it's TVMA and it just blows my mind. Yeah. Some of the, well, it doesn't blow my mind, but I I've mean, seen this stuff before, but compared to robot chicken, I think Marvel. it's tame. I think it's pretty tame. It's a more pared back version. And for I think Marvel, it is very, yeah. uh, for Marvel, it's very, it's very out there and it's a bit surprising that, they have their name attached to it. I haven't read any of the comics and it looks like the comics in and of themselves are pretty grotesque. Like the, uh, the character design has always been like gross and unsettling. And so it's pretty spot on that they chose to do it in this, in this animation style. I didn't mind. Um, I didn't mind it. This, I feel like Modok in particular, his, character model it looks so completely different to every single other one in the show so like the normal humans they do Mm. not look or move in the same sort of way and even like his daughter that also has like the hover chair big face melissa melissa um she doesn't look the same either so it's almost like that they spent so much time perfecting the main character's model and then they had like 20 minutes to put the rest of the cast together it is what it looked like yeah they really didn't hang on those people like <laughs> not that they're important well even like the guys in the yellow jackets yeah, like they- gary i mean they're just copping <laughs> co- our carbon copies of each other they're wearing like biohazard i wonder how much it costs clothing. to make something like this probably not a lot it's probably the well licensing i well if disney owns hulu i guess there wouldn't be any of that yeah uh, it's it's difficult to tell because I feel like there's certain parts of this where you can tell that they put some money into it and mm-hmm. some other parts where it's not clearly as evident. I think like the backgrounds and stuff in the sets, they look pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fairly detailed. <laughs> Fucking those rats. John Ralphio is in this and he also uh, plays Sonic. his son who's on some kind he's also has spectrum i think well yeah he's taking off his clothes and like laying in the bed or whatever and like doesn't care who knows um you know this show um is kind of all over the place too so you go in you're like modok all right we're gonna be all centered around like marvel stuff but really it's a guy who is struggling in a marriage yes and he's losing everything and then there's like these tidbits of things like they find Doctor Strange's uh, his uh, pad or whatever, and take some of his oh, yeah. pads, which was kind of a funny thing. The first episode, he's fighting Iron Man. Yeah, he steals his boot. Yeah, yeah, and they're all so happy about it. So there's like these little tidbits of things, but really, it centers around this guy who's like a narcissist, and um, he's i don't know, very not confident in he's, stuff he does. He's a genius, but he's also a fucking moron at the same time yeah he's always like eating 
always talking about eating. Yeah. Um, like Mike, the situation. We yeah. have a situation over here. <laughs> yeah. He's just like the dumbest, like smart person that, and he's, he's bad, really bad with money. He runs this uh, corporation called AIM. AIM, which is the best in what do they call it? Technology and torture. And that's like basically what they do. <laughs> they tortured a man and where they were making like a preschool. Yeah. Whenever uh, Gamble took Grumble. Over. Grumble. Who's clearly the not Google tech company that that buys them out. And the guy from Grumble. God, I hate saying all this. sounds so stupid. It's so lazy. Like so the way that some of the show. Well, I think written. it's an acronym, right? Everything in the show is an acronym. Every single name is an acronym. Like Modoc's an acronym, Melissa's an acronym. I can't remember his son's name, but they spell out what his his uh, his wife. I mean, she's just no. She's just. I don't know how they had sex. I will also say <laughs> to have children. I will also say that um, they were very inclusive because Modoc is, I'm assuming, some kind of white dude, and then his family's Hispanic. His family is Hispanic. <laughs> you wouldn't have they- seen that 20 years ago. Suppose I suppose not. You probably wouldn't seen the show twenty years ago no, either. Probably not. I can't imagine it. Wouldn't have even been something that would have been on Adult Swim. I don't think. Yeah, because I'm thinking like Family Guy would really Fam- knock down that. You know, all that. Um, it does have some similarities to Family Guy in terms of like the pacing of jokes. How it's just like reference and joke and reference and joke. It really hits you over the head with that repeatedly, but it's not, it's not family guy in the way where he's like all of a sudden like, Oh, now he's snowboarding with a Pope or something or fighting with a giant chicken. There's consequences in this, uh, sort (laughs) of. And it's also a continuous story. They're not like little vignettes or, Mm-hmm. you know crossing genres it's almost like they took a robot chicken sketch and just were like stretched it over an entire season mm-hmm. instead of like the quick like five ten minute ones that they they always do and it does care that there is a loose story from episode to episode that they keep carrying through mm-hmm. so by the end of episode one spoiler alert he's his wife is like she wants a divorce because she realizes that he's just a narcissist he like <laughs> was that episode one or was that episode two? Because that's whenever they go back in time with each other. Episode two was where he is tr- stalling from moving out of the house. So that's when he goes. I thought that was to- episode three. I thought it was two. Not that it really matters, but yeah. It, so he goes and picks up a time machine that he got stolen from shield headquarters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're going to go back in time. But yeah, she realizes he's a narcissist. Yep. He like there's that line where he said, "Kids, your mother has volunteered to sleep on the couch tonight, so I can have Iron Man's boot in our marital bed." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Man, that guy's got Jesus. it bad." But he was at, in the go back scene. They go back in time, and like they, you see how he sucked, but then he got it together, you know. Yeah, it, but there's also they meet, or I guess they haven't met yet, but they run across his uh like 20 year old self from college and he's pretty much exactly the same and through just his complete ineptitude they wind up sucking him into a time vortex and bringing him into the present day uh there was a really heartfelt uh scene uh 
at the uh, at the end of the second episode where you mm-hmm. see them just living outside of the house, getting old, and then they jump, they wait like twenty years, and then jump their future selves and throw them back into the the time portal that opens up. Yeah, and then yeah. they really used that song over and over, over again. again. <laughs> like, but some of it was funny. They have like this little gay robot character. And yeah, <laughs> and he, he so um, Modoc goes into the bathroom and he's like singing semi charm kind of life. And then right when they goes do do do, the gay little robots like do 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 do. He's like get out of here, and they're like pushing on the the door. This so that was funny. They're so mean to him. Do you remember in the first episode? Because he's like he can transform into anything, and they have him transform into a ladder. Yeah, he could fly, (laughs) and then like he was so sad about the kids and stuff, and he's like growing up so fast. But neither one of them wanted to like go with him. Claim him, fucking horrible kids, you rotten kids, you rotten. He's yeah, he's funny. Um, I did enjoy his scenes. Blender or the juice maker? Oh yeah, like didn't they smack him around? (laughs) He said the juice maker's acting up, and it's like this whole ass robot. And she's like, "Make sure you fix him this time, and don't just hit him and get it to work again." He's like, "Okay." He just punches the robot until his head turns into a juice maker again. (laughs) And I think the juice was still not good, right? (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, "No, this is way too sweet. I cannot. I cannot finish this." Yeah, um, he's he's a pretty funny. I mean, this is all like humor. Like, it, yeah, it isn't serious at all. And if they try to bring in this particular character, people are just going to be ref- referencing the hell out of this. You know, it's like Juggernaut, bitch. So there is the episode you haven't watched. What happens is he goes to um, he, go- he goes to a, a super villains bar. OK, it's yeah. like an exclusive nightclub for like like more exclusive like marvel villains but they don't let him in because they think he's a fucking tool or whatever <laughs> so he has to go to a, another bar where it's got like weenie hut jr he goes to weenie hut jr and it's all of like the rejected like marvel villains and stuff and so he's he comes up with this plan where who'd you going, see in there by the way it's an armadillo there's a guy who's like a rock he's like a rocks an aging rock star there's another guy called melter i think <laughs> and so they're all like they're all like these broken like alcoholics they've all got their own personalities that toys over so there. he just modok decides he's going to steal captain america's shield and use these like scrubs to kind of help him do it and then he's going to present it to the people at the bar so that he can like have a drink with the famous marvel villains <laughs> and uh it is it gets so it gets so fucked up so quickly and there's like <laughs> a side plot where there's there's this it's the inter- ADD man yeah there's this interdimensional meatloaf restaurant that only serves uh, meatloaf or plays meatloaf serves meatloaf doesn't play any meatloaf okay and then there's like a knight there's, there's like a knight that works there who may or may not be like Lancelot from like the past but it only appears at, at like certain times or whatever. I don't know. It was I, I was getting really tired by the end of this last one and not a lot of it was making sense. But he like drives. He like drives them. He has the robot turn into a van and then they, they're driving the <laughs> driving the robot around and his head's on like the steering wheel. And um, then the, the van gets stolen because they get in an argument with like two teenagers 
and they, they just steal the robot van. Oh God! Uh, it was just there. There's they packed quite a lot into like a 22 minute episode for sure. I know, but there's it's so like, oh my God! There was it's, like four different subplots going on in that episode. It's so tiring. One of the villains gets drunk, and they go to a pawn shop and he sees that his ex-girlfriend has pawned off an engagement ring only it wasn't her engagement ring and then there was, it was a, a cock ring no yeah, it was a cock ring no it wasn't a cock ring oh i didn't know where you're going you're like but it wasn't the engagement ring and i was like no he was just, he's mean? just a fucking idiot like none of them could read all of them were illiterate and i don't remember how illiteracy is not something to make fun of well Jake. they certainly did in this episode my so. god <laughs> No punches were spared, but yeah, so he shows up drunk to his ex-girlfriend's house, and then there was a there's a character named Mandrill, and he op- he opens the door <laughs> and he's just got a bathrobe on and he's got like a dick that hangs down to his his knee, and then they like pixelate it and they pix <laughs> the pixels go all the way down to like his knee. <laughs> and then he's like, You fuck off or whatever. So they go back inside, slam the door, but the door, the front door opens in two parts, so they slam the the top of it. And so all you can see is him from the waist down. You see this big pixelated red dick. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom half of the door is open. And they're like, he built that door like that on purpose. <laughs> I wonder, like when people were editing these things, like prior to throwing the I pixelation wanna, on there, like you have to draw something so you can see it through the pixelation, right? Or you draw it and you just throw pixels. I on am it. thinking of the people that have to make these character models and they're like, I'm going to make this big, long red dick that we're going to have to blur out, even though it's on Hulu. But maybe you'll <laughs> hang on to it and then it, you can It'll use a, it for yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever you floats your boat. Give them, a, give models away as presents, you know? Yeah. Christmas presents. Yeah, in the give, B or in the C. One the Y'all know what I'm saying. Former Disney CEO Bob Iger. Imagine <laughs> him having the mandrel statue on his desk. Yeah, he probably sit on him, put it next to the joyable giant fucking hog. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, that was that the fourth one was insane. Like there was just so much, so much stuff going on. Yeah, I'm surprised more people. I. I, well, I didn't really look at what other people critic, had said. I haven't really read anything about this other than I think I saw one article in Polygon where they were like, Modoc is, and I can't even remember. All I did was read the, the headline of the article. I can't even remember if it was a positive or a negative thing or just like, eh. But I I wound up liking it by the by the end of it, or not the end of it. I've only seen four episodes, but I would, I'd keep watching it. I think it's... In short spurts, yeah. I would. I would definitely take it one episode at a time. If this had been a weekly release kind of thing, that would have probably suited us a little bit better. But yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. It's it's a lot, and it, it is kind of it is a, a surprising thing to carry that Marvel mantle for sure. Well, these um, these episodes are not really that long. I mean, this is no, like twenty five. Like- maybe 30 minutes and some yeah they're very they're very short and compact and thank god because i cannot imagine what like an hour long episode of modok would be like it would be absolutely exhausting yeah um the rotten tomatoes score here so we have 31 critics who gave it 87 percent um the audience um which is 100 users gave it 65 percent so okay <laughs> that might be more legit yeah i i i liked it I'd I'd watch more of it, but it's it's too much to sit down and just binge. I would not sit down and watch an entire season of this in one day unless this is just really something that floats your boat. 
Um, but yeah, if you liked Robot Chicken, which again, sorry if uh, <laughs> it upsets you that I hated that, but if yeah, you, if everybody's you, entitled, you know. Yeah, you're right. Well, they're wrong. Um, <laughs> Fuckers. If, if they like this, uh, like I said, this really feels like a, a sketch that they have taken and turned into an entire season of and a they show. They twisted the nipples on that thing. Oh, they've, they're purple. <laughs> or like red like that um dude stick yeah he's always mind blasting stuff too what do you mean he's got that little stone on his head and he's always oh fucking. you're talking about modok i thought you meant the character with the big penis i was like oh no he's where is this going his entire character is centered around his penis and we know nothing else about it other than he's fucking this dude's uh ex-girlfriend who even what they weren't it turns out they weren't even engaged and also they dated like eight years ago. So it's mm. not even been a recent kind of thing. Like she's moved on, bro. <laughs> you got to let her go. She was, has kids. And now. he was like, but yeah, but I was drunk and I thought it'd be a good idea to show up tonight. <laughs> Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Yeah. It's a fuck. It's a fucking wild show, man. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Woo. Um, yeah. I would say overall, if this show would take some uh, Ridlin here's and there's that Chill it would out. be far more enjoyable for me. At, so at this point I would have to probably give it a six, six and a half. Right. I would probably be about the same. I'd say this is no higher than a six for me, but not everything needs to be a 10. Sometimes uh, something that's perfect is kind of exhausting to watch. And sometimes I just want to, be able to uh, look at my phone sometimes when I'm watching stuff and not yeah. miss a whole lot. I feel like that's exactly what this show kind of is. I've been told I look like a six my whole life. So yes, I've also enjoy exhausting people with my mediocre mediumness, my mediumness. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, the average. Everyone is burnt out by just how perfectly mild I am. <laughs> they only handle me in 20 minutes spurts, <laughs> 25 minutes on a good day. Yep. But even then, 26, yeah. too much. Yep. Even then, I still can't get away with Captain America's shield. Oh, God. I can't imagine he thought he was going to steal that. He's such a like he's like clearly supposed to be this like technological genius and engineer, but he's such an idiot. Well, everything he, about him is he's just he makes stupid choices. He's always like pissing off the wrong people. He's impulsive. He doesn't mm-hmm. listen to anybody. Um, I did like the episode with him and his, uh, his daughter where she was like, Oh, well, the long tell- game. Yeah. The long game. You can tell that where she was like, anal- you have to analyze their weakness and then call it out in front of everybody. And that's I thought that was very push. smart. That was yeah. smart writing there. Yeah. Like the woman who was like, <laughs> she's like, she waxes in between her, uh, her eyebrows. And so Modok goes over there and says, hey, I've got, you know, I have some tweezers back in the room if you need to use them. And it's like the guy who had lost some weight, but was still like insecure. And so he was always like tugging his pants and he was like, hey, all the two of you, two out of three of you look like you've lost some or looking really good. Guess who the third who wasn't yeah. picked was. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was really smart. I didn't think of that. It reminded me of the movie A Beautiful Mind whenever him and his dudes are all hanging out and they see these girls cross the way and they all want to go to the best looking girl or maybe the focal girl, we'll call her. And uh, Russell Crowe was like doing math in his head and shit. And he's like, well, what if we all went for the other girls and made the pretty girl fill out? 
like break her down, you know? Wow. So they could run a train on her later. Very, no, I'm kidding. I made manip- that part up. God damn. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. So I was like, holy shit. Are well, you serious? I think the dude that it's based on. <laughs> I was being serious. It's <laughs> funny. I was I, like, God. Russell Crowe was in a train running movie. It was around the time, you know, Gladiator came out. Is that what train spotting's about? Yeah. <laughs> um, God. Um, no, but uh, the character that he plays in this movie was actually an anti-Semitic. So, okay, um, the movie didn't really age well. I mean, I, people really liked it, and then they found out this about him later. And it was like, <laughs> interesting, nice, right? Well, yeah, no, that was I liked that episode a lot. There was a lot of good pieces in that. He opens a portal to an alien world, and there's these turtles that, that- you can have sex with. <laughs> And uh, what else? They just like to party. Yeah, they just like to party. And they party you to death, pretty yeah. much. It was funny when he's like, no, this is the right planet. And they were like, listen to me, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, it's they like, can't be stopped. Like, oh, I got the beach ball. I'm they surprised will pop it. They will- <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah. They will party until there's nothing left alive on your planet. Well, I wonder if that's like a Ninja Turtles kind of thing. No, I don't because they they were party dudes well at least one of them but they, they you know. were real horny real horny yeah that was that was one of those things where i was like hmm, that's fucking weird yeah because they came out it? of a broom closet he's like good news guys you can have sex with them too yeah i was like this escalated quickly i was like honestly surprised they weren't doing drugs <laughs> like straight up just snorting lines off shells and shit like uh, that that would have been good too I feel like, even, I don't know, maybe something like that is a step too far even for a Marvel thing. But Yeah, I, okay. But even in this, like, he throws a dude's severed arm at a monster. That's And after, that was one of those things from the lab. And he said, oh, my God, it just pissed out of what I thought it was his mouth. Yeah, well, even <laughs> in one scene where they kill that thing that pissed in what he thought was its mouth. <laughs> it, it um, They chop off his head somehow and it just oozes and oozes oh, like yeah. fake blood. It looks like jelly. Yeah, and I'm like, well, come on now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about when Gary's the name of the guy he holds yes. that that um, diamond or whatever? And like, you know, similar characters, Gary and Gay Robot, they need to get together. I could see that. I, I wanted to see more Gary. I thought he'd be more of a recurring character because he's already got that visual differentiation of only having one arm. Yes, but. it's like um, the minions, like, you know, only make like so many stand out and yeah. the other ones are like, ah, fuck you. You yeah. all look the same. They're all generic, which I thought was kind of racist on their part, you know, because but he's we're all- trying to be inclusive in the world. Peeps. He's also awful to them, too, though, because he doesn't care about saving their jobs until like the company is taken over well, or they go unionize. That's how unions yeah. start, Jake. You piss off the wrong minion. They bring His them all in. Plan to get the guy to not sign the papers for the company is to shrink himself and then take over his brain. But he accidentally goes into his wife's body, and he's like, "Oh my god! Now I have to search her mind to make sure that she gave me permission to do this." At one point, well, even before that, he's like, "Watch my kids sleep. Watch my this s- creep has had sex with me." <laughs> like, no, you idiot! You're in the wrong person. <laughs> it gave me magic school bus vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he used his wife as like uh, he might he controlled her body. Yeah. 
And yeah, that was interesting. And then the the it goes about exactly as well as you thought it would. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> it's a little extra though, because that kind of shit happens, and it's just like, whoa, we were just over here, now we're over here. Like they went on that uh, retreat or whatever with those people um, on the horse games or whatever. Oh, I couldn't figure out what the fuck they were horse doing. Golf. What the fuck is horse made up? It's a made up. I thought they were playing polo or something. Yeah, I thought it was polo too, but no, they called it horse golf. Well, then they were catapulting the horses into the ocean. I think it's just supposed to be like a riff on dumb shit rich people, rich and privileged people do. Okay, but just because they're so rich that they make up their own sports. Yeah, well, yeah, that's probably true. But I was just like, this is. You've, yeah. you've kind of gone like I, see that shows how many different directions that show goes is that i forgot that they catapulted the horses into the ocean at the end of it. yeah it's like even when they're having just normal dialogue to per- make the story go forward there's still something in the background that you're yeah. like and that's why i feel like i'm on ad or i have add i'm like trying to pay attention to this but there's like something in the background like squirrel what is that <laughs> That's exact. That is totally ADD. To in a nutshell, dude. Yeah, I I have a feeling that it's going to get a little more focused the longer the season goes on, and I bet that they're going to try to pull something sentimental. They already kind of tried to do that with his relationship yeah, with his, his kids and his wife. Yeah, so maybe that'll be for the good of this show maybe it won't i don't know but it's it, it would be hard to see it make a pivot a hard pivot away from the fucking lunacy that gets presented at this point but yeah it yeah. is totally everywhere yeah yeah verdict probably about a 6 out of 10 if you like marvel stuff if you have add like this. if you have add you can't focus on anything do not try to watch this for a bit yeah because it'll It'll light you up. Yeah, it will. Your brain will be activated on so many levels trying to figure out all the intricacies of Modoc. <laughs> like you have to watch the first season like 20 times, really. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's decent. I would, I'd recommend it still, even though it's a, not something I'd say hit it out of park, but it's not bad. I don't uh, I don't mind it. So. So, Jake, we have news and I am dying to ask you this. I thought about you when I did this. So Zack Snyder says Warner Brothers won't let him make certain movies. And he's got like a huge list. He just sounds like a little bratty kid. They won't let me make it. They won't give me $200 million to do these movies now. Um, So Justice League 2 and 3. What are the lists? Oh. Um, 2 and 3, 300, part 3. and Sucker Punch, Director's Cut. Adam, I'm not even familiar with this movie. Um, Army of the Dead 1 and 2, which in all fairness, you've already got the first one, so you did get to make that movie. Not sure what he's complaining about on that one. Maybe he wanted it to be like a longer sequel, but they just truncated it into one movie. Yeah. Um, Which of these would you be most interested in watching? Uh, Difficult to say. I've never seen Sucker Punch originally, mm-hmm. so I've heard it's good. You said you've you've seen it, haven't you? This girl was my email or not my email, my see. Windows sign and yeah, I password. It. So, would you like to see a Sucker Punch sequel? I thought that I so I kind of know what's going on with three hundred. 
Justice League, no. I liked 300. Yeah, I liked it too, but I've seen the second one. Fair um, enough. Army of the Dead, yeah, I was good on that, Adam. So yeah, I think by process of elimination, Sucker Punch would be the most interesting because, spoiler alert, you haven't seen this, they give this girl a lobotomy at the end and all of a sudden she's free. Whoa. All right. <laughs> and uh, so it's... I would be interested to see maybe how she deals with her her minds because the premise of the movie is that this girl to overcome issues in reality she goes into her head and she goes into this different world okay. but while she's doing stuff in the real world or in this fake world where it's a little more intricate she's actually doing it in the real world so it's it's an interesting concept and she is like so hot i'm just like you know emily browning my god very hot australian woman i'm married and i would probably be in trouble but that i mean you can't that's been before we even got together (laughs) when did the first one come out like 2008 2009 something like that i remember going to see it in theaters and i definitely wasn't in high school anymore so that could have been yeah around 2010 i would say about that place because it was after 300 from what I can remember. Yeah, 300 was before I could go see right. movies in the theater. You know I actually what? didn't watch that for a long time. When I finally did, oh. You know what? I'm going to put something on the list that isn't on here. A Watchmen sequel. Well, that's what you want. Did he say he wanted to do that? No, he didn't say that. But I'm, telling, what you him what, I'm telling him what I want. And all I have to do is organize about, I don't know, 100, 200,000 angry people on Twitter and have them just threaten executives at Warner Brothers until I get my Watchmen sequel. You know, so. I, I watched the Watchmen and I really, really loved it the first time. And then the second time I tried to watch it, and this is years and years later, I did yeah. not like it. Totally unrelated, but that Watchmen TV series on HBO Max is fucking awesome. I really want to watch that. I'm a big fan of the guy who did the comic. Just uh, one season. That's it. They have no plans on doing a part two or anything. I kind of appreciate that yeah. too. Cause you don't have to go back and they're trying to stretch the story. Just no, to, they told the, exactly the story they needed. It's eight episodes, I think. Yeah. And That's you can it. always come back with the same fucking cast, like haunted of Hill house or whatever. Yeah. Um, there's this new limited series that people have been telling me about that Kate Winslet's in. And so is Evan. Mayor of, P- Mayor yes. People I've have told me that's really good. Really good. Uh, and there's a lot of twists and turns limited series. Yeah. I maybe go in on that <laughs> maybe in like two weeks. Cause I think there's six episodes and that's, that's it. Yeah. They're about an hour each. And that would be something that Max and me would probably watch all the way through. Yeah. Cause sometimes you have to be inclusive. Olivia and I would, would like probably, I know it's, we've looked at that, but yeah, we haven't started it because we've been watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I was about to say, dude, we could straight. do a podcast on that shit right now. Because I, me and my wife have, I've seen all the seasons and I've told you, but I haven't told the audience that I would be invited to go hang out and like drink beers with people and like hang out with girls. And I'd be like, let me watch Jersey Shore and I'll be there. <laughs> and uh, pretty you have not seen any of these episodes, no, the originals. No. So we, she just put it on one night and, uh, were you sucked was, in kind of a little bit? I mean, I knew who these people were 
it, because I'd seen like like bits and pieces. Like it's impossible to have gotten away from them for the last like fifteen. You years. knew what a snooky was before you even got in there. I knew what a snooky was. Snooky was snoo snoo. Spotted a snooky from a mile away, but yeah, no, it was yeah, it was interesting, and I liked their I liked their chemistry and their camaraderie and their the stupid fights that they get into. And God, some of them are just have you can tell that they've grown up and other other uh, members of the group are kind of regressing in quite a dramatic fashion so uh but yeah I, I i've enjoyed it so far um and i also i understand like pop culture references that have gone over my head in the mm. last like 12 years and i just understand i feel like i have a greater appreciation for uh some things now that i didn't before yeah um pretty profound Cody, a friend of the show, friend of the show, Cody, cousin <laughs> he, Cody. He uh, As he used to say all sorts of shit about Jersey Shore. I'm like, man, fuck those dudes, blah blah blah. <laughs> I know people in New Jersey do not like them. At least the people that I talked to when I was actually in Jersey, and there was an interview thing. But anyway, um, yeah, like um. I lost my train of thought. So, um, full disclosure, I may have smoked some CBD. <laughs> so, even while we were talking about this, I was like, "I have forgotten. what are we talking about? And I was trying so hard to Jersey remember. Shore. Jersey Shore. Yes, people. but I mean, it just slipped my mind. I was like, oh my God. And that train of thought just took off without me. <laughs> that train just went over the side of the tracks. <laughs> it blew up. Um, no, I... I think that it was more fetching the first seasons and stuff. So if you find yourself like tip in, you'll find full dick all the way in whenever you watch the first. It's just a little more chaotic. And yeah, crazy. I was about to say, based on the clips that, that they constantly are flashing back to, it seems like fucking pandemonium just constantly. Oh, yeah, dude. So I don't know if I would in drama have the same. It would have the same appeal because this their drama seems a little bit more. I want to say manufactured because it's reality TV and obviously, yes. but it doesn't seem as, uh, I don't know. Well, you know, there's it's proof just, in the pudding. Like you see all that shit that's going on with Ronnie and stuff and you're like, damn. Yeah. And now I know the, the term spiraling and why that's so popular in the spiral squad and all that, all that good stuff. But I yeah. never heard that saying before. Well, I've I've heard that I'm used in different contexts, but they say it constantly. So, um, so the uh, Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> not shame. even an attempt to just segue out of that. No, nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hemsworth. buddy, Chris Hemsworth. Well, speaking of Jim Tan Laundry, look at Chris Hemsworth's fucking arms in this photo you posted so thor love and thunder has that's how you do a segue <laughs> and this dude looks like fucking like a, a better looking or maybe just a modern looking version of popeye you know <laughs> he's been hitting the spinach hard he has i mean his arm is just unbelievable i mean like there's veins all running through it and his arm looks like massive in comparison to his body it's like one of those arm wrestlers that has like that one good arm his arm is almost as wide as taika watiti <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so fucking scary looking that dude is like he looks like donkey kong he does he was never <laughs> this big before so i think that he's really well he is trying to do that hulk hogan mo movie so he's been really beefing up for that but was hulk hogan that big though 
I mean, Hulk he did Hogan. some steroids. He was a big dude, but he I don't think his arms looked defined. frightening. Well, yeah, that's way more <laughs> defined than what um, Hulk could do. But then again, it's a movie. They're going to have liberties and he wants to look good for it because he yeah. assumes a lot of people are going to watch it. Um, no Wait. Man's Sky. No, No Man's Skies. Oh, <laughs> so this article has two <laughs> words with apostrophe S's next to it. No Man's Skies. No Man's Skies is a new update. Uh, they've added, they've basically done a complete over visual overhaul of the game. What do you think? On all platforms. This is your, your game. So I haven't played think? it yet. But I, but mean, I watched the trailer and it does look amazing. It already looks like good. I can't wait to get a ps5 and play this on it because that's probably one of the first things i want there's to... a chip shortage you'll never ever see that exactly day. i'll get one in like 2025 when the playstation 5 2 comes out but uh no it, it looks amazing uh that game is uh, it's great and i love that they continue to roll i don't know if there's ever been a game that's had so many free updates afterwards because i got this on sale for like 20 bucks but they got so many bad reviews that they but they stayed committed to that shit a lot of people would be like it, let's it cut came, it loose came out in 2016 and they have continued to pump it. it's had even since i bought it like two years ago there's been like six or seven gigantic free updates where they just reset the entire universe like constantly. Yeah. So. But then that also buys into the randomness. Like, isn't it like the planets that you go yeah, to are just procedurally generated. So there's like, literally there's infinite like galaxies you can travel to. Cause mm-hmm. there's always new galaxies that are like randomly generated new planets in those galaxies. And each galaxy is like four planets, but still like all of them will have like crazy different weather like completely different like plants and animal life all that's different all the all that's different that's wild yeah so it's it, and it that game is now what they were aiming for it to be five years ago when it came out it just yeah, rome wasn't, wasn't built in a day just what, wasn't ready yet <laughs> would that give you more hope for um what was that game cyberpunk that, yes cyberpunk is different i think because it's so tied to a story but they could branch out of that and do like different modes. Yeah, it's just different because it's more of a it's a story focused linear experience where this is like there are like story modes and like campaigns that you can go through. But there's also just like you could literally play the entire game and never play a single like story mission or anything if you didn't want to. Right. I think that'd be a little bit boring after a while. Just mm-hmm. random wandering. But. You know, if you want, if that's literally the experience, if all you want is I want to hop in a spaceship and fly from planet to planet and just look at stuff, you can fucking do that, too, if that's all you want to do. So which was great during the uh, covid times. <laughs> if you go anywhere, yeah, you'd feel that's kind of what happened. Animal Crossing, you know, yeah. it's like an inventory game and then you'd go to different places and unlock stuff And it infinite too. Like mm-hmm. literally does not have an end. You can play it as long as you want to and never like see the credits, but. But yeah, it's cool. I'm glad that they keep uh, releasing updates for it. And it seems like another impressive uh, visual update to an already uh, pretty good game, in my opinion. Um, the next two uh, next two news articles are directly tied into each other. So we got the news that the God of War uh, sequel and Gran Turismo 7 are coming to PS4 as well as the PS5. And that God of War is now delayed to 2022, which isn't surprising, but... I think that the first one is more surprising that I, these are two games that I thought for sure were going to be PS5 exclusives. Really? 
Yeah, I I wouldn't if, have thought God that. of if God of War. I really was expecting. Well, I, and honestly, Horizon as well. I was expecting that they would probably only run on a PS5. I they would be shooting themselves in the foot because people want product. There's just not enough they there. They just can't buy it. So it makes sense from a visual. It makes sense from a business perspective because you're selling people copies of the game, and mm-hmm. also if you buy the if you buy the digital version of these games, once there's a PS5 version available, you get a free upgrade to it. Um, in addition to the better like frame rates and stuff mm-hmm. that can be unlocked if you use a PS4 game on a PS5. On top of that, you know, it's a whole like new game that you're getting for free once that's, you know, like available and ready. But I just want them to run well yes. on the PS4. Could like imagine if <laughs> that's dropped there, like I have hope Cyberpunk? I have hope for it because those are Sony exclusives that are going to be optimized to run on that hardware unlike Cyberpunk where they clearly prioritize the PC above anything else. Mm-hmm. So like you, PS4 like obviously it can run some pretty amazing games like the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Looked, oh yeah, that looked, was tight, right? Looked incredible, felt incredible to play <laughs> and it's, you know, that's on a 8-year-old console. Red Dead, one of the best looking games ever made. And that runs like perfectly fine. And that's a cross platform thing, too. So it, it can definitely be done. I just I hope that they don't half ass it because that would piss off a lot of people. If, yeah. you know, you, you know, I don't think they would. But I think people rely a lot on the hot fixes and patches now for video games. I know. And that's that's just where the industry has went. And it sucks, but it's just, it's, but it makes it it. a good thing. It's like a double edged sword. Like people could put out shit, but if they legit fucked up on something, what I, then they could fix it. But I think it also just kind of incentivizes people are like, Oh, well we'll just, we can fix it later. So you're basically selling someone a 60 or $70 product. That's brand new that, you know, is not finished. Mm-hmm. and or has some serious issues <laughs> but both parties can agree that they're okay with the updates i think you'd be okay with the update as a gamer and i think me personally i would be too yeah, because i'm like a, fix it you know yeah but also if it was just like if i had to wait six more months just for you know the game to be like finished well i mean that would be best case scenario that would be right best case scenario but because some you know, and that's just the way that the industry goes. But yeah, uh, it sucks that God of War is delayed, but that's not surprising because when they did the reveal last year, all they said was we're making a game. And <laughs> they said like 2021. And I never thought that that was actually going to happen. There's no way that this and it was Horizon, 2020 that pushed them off. Yeah. Well, that that too. But yeah, I didn't think that in Horizon were going to be in the same year. Um, uh, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out here. You know what I hate about God of War? Is that you're constantly on the path. You can't deviate. It is very linear. It is <laughs> it is so annoying. Uh it it also is really funny that you literally cannot like you have these Die. really detailed worlds, but you just run into an invisible wall. Yeah. And you can't like you literally cannot fall off of like a bridge or a cliff or whatever. Like you you can't. And so that does break the immersion a little bit when you've <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes it's and like in the old games it was like oh thank god because you'd have to crawl across something you know and you wouldn't want to fall off because you'd have to crawl forever but yeah they uh they need to change that Nobody there is a sim there's a semi-open bit in the last game mm-hmm. uh 
but I just, I think I just mainlined the main story. There's a few like little more open areas where you can go and do like side quests and stuff, but. But then uh, when you get on the quest, then I mean, you're pretty much. No, exactly. Exactly. Once you start a mission, you're locked into that and there's no, you, you don't deviate from that at all. So probably one of the few things that I disliked about it. Uh, speaking of things that we may like or dislike, Nintendo is uh, going to do an E3 uh, direct on June 15th and they said that it's going to focus on new games that are supposed to come out in 2021 and this is like two weeks away yeah and they are also have said that they're going to focus on switch hardware mostly releasing in 2021 so that switch pro might come out might be announced before e3 uh, and apparently, according to a somebody that got a leak from like a data mine sort of thing, that it's going to be pretty fucking expensive. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to be more. So the current one is three hundred dollars, and this is probably going to be closer to four hundred. Oh, it's three hundred dollars. I thought it was two ninety nine ninety nine. Ryan, they've you've fallen for the classic, <laughs> the, the classic salesman's trick where they knock off a little bit of money to make it look like it's a different amount of money. Nah, it's the the you've got that visual cue of where you got two ninety nine in front of it, and you're like, well, this isn't three hundred dollars, you know, because it's not. I think that would deter me more because three hundred is just a nice, even, clean number, and yeah. then you got all these nines all over the place, and you're like. Ugh. There's more work in a nine. Zeros are more friendly than the nines. Yeah, zeros reminds me of nothing. <laughs> I don't want to know. Nine's like the highest in the spectrum. Like, exactly. That's dumb. I'm not going to buy anything like that. I'll give you an extra penny. 99 cents? I don't have that. <laughs> what, what? No, who cares change Nobody anymore? Cares. Yeah, exactly. I'm not my fucking grandpa with his pockets full of coins and nickels. Dumbasses. Yeah. Um, so the they say uh, the confirmed lineup for Nintendo Switch includes Mario Golf, Super Rush, Project Triangle Strategy. I've heard of that. I, oh. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite title of a video game recently. <laughs> Project Triangle Strategy. <laughs> like they didn't even try. Um, circle Butt. Like what? <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> they just wrote down like. 10 possible names on a whiteboard and just went with the first one. It probably wasn't even that clever. Somebody wrote on a white piece of paper because they were at the absolute last moment. They're like, that's a guy that woke woke up the day of and was like, oh shit, I was supposed to come up with that for the meeting. (laughs) I guess I'll just come up with something out of my project. Looks around the room, sees like a picture of a pyramids. Looks at like the game of risk and was like, I need a plan or a strategy. I got it. Ah, here we go. <laughs> um, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, um, Splatoon 3, Metroid po- Prime 4. No? No. You So let me ask you, would you buy one of these if it was exclusive to it? <sighs> I'm afraid that it would. It, knowing me and my luck, once they finally put that game out, it probably wouldn't even run on the regular switch. <laughs> so maybe I would, I would sell this one though. I'd sell the one I have. And they'd be like, we don't want the old busted. We want that new, uh-huh. get like $30 for it at GameStop and be like, Hey, I've seen your stonk prices lately. They're not good. <laughs> so let's, let's pony up a little more money for this GameStop. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You were in good. You were in good at one point. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, those are those are games that are confirmed, but I doubt. Uh, well, there's a sequel to uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think that if there's a new Switch that's coming out or a more powerful Switch, that Breath of the Wild would probably a Breath of the Wild sequel would make sense. It also makes sense from a development point of view because the first one came out four years ago, and if they're doing a mid like a mid console refresh or whatever, that would make sense to be one of those games to kind of show that off. Right. Um, HBO Max now has a cheaper subscription, but it comes with ads, which, um, you know, I kind of actually like ads. Gives me a chance to look on my phone and not miss anything. It's uh, so HBO Max is $15 a month here in the US and the ad ad. The ones with ad is going to be 10. No, sorry, Ryan, $9 and 99 cents a month. Thank you. So it's not $10. I would give somebody $10 and just be like, keep the change. What am I going to do with a penny? Get out of town. Indiana Jones 5 is set to start shooting in the UK next week. What, did they go to the home and get fucking Harrison Ford? And he's, Apparently, uh, as if he needed the money, I guess. I mean, he might as well be sitting next to Clint Eastwood because this motherfucker is old. Get off my lawn, 5. <laughs> Yeah, it's Crip Keeper. Probably hanging out with Larry King still, too. Um, here are This is from Collider. Here are all the upcoming Star Wars stuff that is coming to Disney Plus soon. Did you shit yourself when you saw this? Not right. I knew most of this, but it's nice to have it kind of collated in a list. So the Mandalorian, that's going to be this fall. Oh, they're coming out with season three already? Season three. Damn. Uh, set to release around Christmas of 2021. So it's oh, a little they'll bit, definitely do two episodes. A little bit later. Uh, there's a Cassian Andor spinoff. The guy from Rogue One with uh, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk is going to be back as his little robotic sidekick whose name that I cannot remember. That right now is targeting a 2022 release date there's the obi-wan kenobi series which blows my mind it's been so long ago and then these guys have clearly aged yeah but you know what disney uh they got money and they can make people look good hayden hayden christensen i do not think you can make him look as young as he did before <laughs> yeah he, he, was, he was like and he was attack baby the, dicking dude yeah, and attack of the clones he was like 19 years old so yeah <laughs> now what is he i mean he's gotta be in like his 40s he, yeah, he's got to be at least 40. Yeah, but look, all right, so we're going to need you to play an 18-year-old. Do it. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if he's... Because he says he's going to be Darth Vader, and it's like, well, if he's going to be in the helmet, then like... Why even well, have him come back? Because <laughs> it's not going to be his voice either. Well, is it going to be James? Probably. They'll probably use James Earl Jones if he's, you know, knock on wood, still alive whenever they get around to making this. I think that they should have had him just say a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm sure they uh, probably uh, do. Where they've got Bill just words. had him record like every word in the English dictionary, and then they just go to the bank and like put that together. Be like, yes, perfect. Um, there's an Ahsoka spinoff series. Uh, there's a Rangers of the New Republic series, which I think has been kind of curtailed because Gina Carano got fired. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> so I don't know if that one's going to be kind of put on the back burner or not. And there's also your favorite, the Bad yeah, Batch say, series. There's <laughs> something called the Acolyte. Nothing written about that at all. And there's going to be a Lando a spent limited series. When we with say Donald Land- Glover coming back. Yes. Okay. He's going to be fucking robots. Yeah. You think if that does successful, they will bring back the solo movie. 
I don't know if they'll do another solo movie, but I think they could do like a limited series. I think I'd kind of like that. I'd like to see what Han and Chewie are up to, just the different misadventures they get into. And I like, I really like Donald Clover's Lando as well. I like Space Cowboy, man. Yeah. I dig that. I And I think that that's exactly what that could be. I think it could be fun, but it may work. It may have worked better as a, as a series instead of a movie. And especially a movie that came out like four months after one of the, most controversial of Star Wars movies. It definitely it was good, and it but it paid for for it at the box office for what it what it followed. Um, <laughs> so a Sony executive said that there is uh, <laughs> Sony Motion Pictures Group president, specifically Sanford Pantich. Pantich, love her. She's great. Yep. Uh, in an interview with Variety, mm-hmm. uh, Panich was quoted as saying that there actually is a plan with regard to dovetailing Disney's Spider-Man into Sony's series with the upcoming villain movies like Craven the Hunter and Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and even Morbius. I bet you Tom Holland pops in this new uh, Venom Probably. movie. Probably. But it's so funny that he said, actually, there is a plan. <laughs> You thought we were dumb as fuck. You thought we were just making this up as we went along. Well, guess what? There is a plan, but I can't show you it. (laughs) There is a, well, I have a plan, but she goes to a different school. So you probably don't know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, She's cute, though. She's cute. Yeah, she's cute, though. She's cute. (laughs) Like, okay, man. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to see Spider-Man and Morbius. Well, this new Spider-Man, I mean, this is going to be the big Morbius. God damn, I forgot about that dumb (laughs) piece of fucking shit. (laughs) Whoa, this is news. PlayStation isn't positive about Horizon Forbidden West's release date. I just, you know, side note, just look at the uh, title of the article, but I thought they were not positive about the game because we looked at the game last week yeah that shit looked good yeah it's pretty i'm sure it's pretty far along i mean obviously is but they said that it's on track to release in 2021 but covid complications could delay it so it's june right now i thought that i always thought this was going to be in november or december anyways but it seems like that could slip and honestly if you if nobody can get a PS5 by December, November, I'd be fine if it they just took six more months to work on that as well. So it wouldn't doesn't really matter to me. But it would hurt, you know, money's cash is king. Yeah. I mean, it, obviously they want to get that out, you know, in, in time for the holidays. But, you know, <laughs> if people don't want to buy it for their older eight year old console and they want to wait and get the new one that nobody can buy right now, you know, it's. It kind of it is it is what it is. <laughs> the, everything's in a bit of flux right now. I thought there would be so much quicker on it, though. Yeah, I really thought that you'd be able to just walk into a store at this point and buy one, but you know, yeah, fucking COVID shenanigans and other chip shortages, and you would think Sony would have done everything to build the consoles except with the the chip, and they would just have a spot that they plug that in real quick and just yeah. get them all out because I, they had done all the work. I did read an article that said that they're already looking at doing a redesigned one with a different chipset that wouldn't need the part that currently everybody is out of. But even that, it would be like the end of next year. (laughs) So I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a mess right now. Well, you uh, know, they always modify their playstations like, you know, ever since like 
the beginning. Like I remember the one was exactly. like big and then it made it small. Well, it was, yeah, it was small. <laughs> I had that. Um, and was, then what's your PlayStation over there? That's a slim PS4 slim. There you go. See, you yeah. might get that fat shit. You got yeah. that slim shit. <laughs> and then the, the PS4 pro, which is just that with, it's just two of these stacked on top of each other. I think so. Yeah. Pretty probably. cool stuff. <laughs> Fucking huge, like that cartoon stick. What about uh, what about do us for for this week though? Won't it? Um, I believe so. I do not see any other news that's come out. Oh, 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 oh! But there is something I do want to share with you that we talked about. Just because you make a big deal about it. Oh, there's no telling. Matthew Perry and the Friends <laughs> reunion. Everybody in Ireland thinks that Uncle Joey acts like their uncle. I'm thinking these uncles got to have some kids, right? Not everybody in Ireland would have that one uncle unless he was like brothers to somebody who's fucking everybody. I don't know. But um, Matthew Perry, he sounded like he slurred his speech and he just today called off his engagement. Wow. I know. Well, have you? did you watch the Friends reunion? No. I watch E.T. and Extra well, Old Lady or Inside Edition. That's what it's called. Extra old lady inside edition. Not extra in, ugh, inside that extra old lady edition. Okay. <laughs> what channels that come on? Okay. If you gotta ask, you can't afford it. Um, so yeah, that's uh what we do. I'm domesticated now. Though I kind of was domesticated in my younger days because I'd watch that with my parents and shit. Yeah, that's definitely an after dinner. After after dinner, you know, because you ate you ate dinner at before four o'clock. Six. Yeah, at four o'clock. So inside edition comes on at like six thirty, dude. After and, the evening news, me and Megan eat like a Hispanic family. We we're constantly eating at like nine nine thirty. Really? Yeah, we eat at like six o'clock. My God, you're like home. Let's <laughs> as eat as soon as we get as soon as like Olivia gets home. She's either like cooking or we're whipping out the old DoorDash app and having someone like Chicky Filet. Yeah. Chick-fil-A. We had hibachi today. Had a really good You had a hibachi today and not Chick-fil-A? I had a hibachi bowl, yeah. You motherfucker. You broke the cycle, dude. It was pretty good. I know. Damn. I don't even know you anymore. Um yeah, so once again, lost with train of thought. You know what? <laughs> choo choo. Yeah, where'd that thing go? <laughs> So I'm pretty sure I just killed some brain cells in here. I started out okay. Yeah. And then this now is when it like all started struggling downhill. to carry a thought through to completion. It's so crazy. Good thing we did MODOK first. It is good that we did that. But um, yeah, I have nothing to add because I did. And that train's too too in. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Share the show with a friend. Uh, I would say uh, leave a review, but none of you ever do that. So <laughs> salty much. <laughs> Who Fuck pissed it. in your cornflakes? <laughs> uh, train, my train, my giving a fuck train has also left the station as well. Guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Wait, well, what, what are we doing now? <laughs> this is the end of the episode. Oh, 99 bitches. Yeah, 99 bitches. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.